something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Scott Benjamin, the auto editor at HowStuffWorks.com, and I'm here with Ben Bolin. How you doing, Ben? I'm always doing well, man. Uh, as our producer said, we let us proceed to rock. So. <laughs> here we go. Um if we're going to rock, let's just get right into it then. Let's okay. just say what we're up to. We're, we're going to talk about today the world's most dangerous roads. Yes, most dangerous which, roads. Which I think is pretty awesome. I mean, because I, I mean, I've got an idea of what a dangerous road is. I've, I've been on roads that I consider dangerous, mountain roads that are, you know, gravel and uh, maybe, you know, high altitude with a, a cliff next to them or something. But I'll tell you, every road that I've ever been on compared to the ones that I'm seeing here, pretty meek. Oh, yeah. Really, actually, really meek compared to what I hear um, either either the, the conditions of the road, the, the physical conditions of the road, mm-hmm. or kind of what happens around the road. Um, and we'll, we'll discuss that in a little bit. But there's some, there's some pretty dangerous situations you can get into on, you know, I guess, you know, roads that you shouldn't travel on, really. Right. The, yeah. the road that's better left untraveled. No, it's interesting that we're, uh, we're a show based in the United States, and we're talking about the world's most dangerous roads because, you know, for a long time, the interstate system has really given us a, a, a great deal. You know, we can we live in a country where we can drive from one coast to the other and probably not take uh, some of the enormous risk that people driving on the world's most yeah. dangerous roads that, take. We might not even have to go on a gravel road to do that. I don't think we would. I don't think we would. No, I'm, I think I'm it's paved. pretty sure you don't have to. Yeah. So um, I uh, guess um, – Real quick, when we go in, maybe we can define uh, we can define this for our listeners. When we say road, we mean something that people would take a car on every day, not not any crazy hiking trail or path. Um, although there are some very dangerous paths, of course, but uh, we're talking about stuff that, believe it or not, and you might not believe it once you see the photos. These are roads that people drive to work on, that children go to school on, if they make it. But you know what. 
if they make it is key because a lot of these roads you'll find they're very uh, very small roads a lot of them in, mm-hmm. in many cases some are really long but we'll talk about some real small roads mm-hmm. that have surprising death rates uh, per year you know we'll find hundreds of deaths per year on mm-hmm. some of these roads and you know they may only be 30 or 40 miles long at the most so the, you know, shocking death rates, I guess, is, is the better way to put it. Um, but that, that goes to show you that, you know, there's there's something inherently danger, dangerous about this road. Either it's the, the weather conditions, the um, just where the road is built itself. Sure. The surroundings, the people that, you know, are around the road and the customs and the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the... Um, crime rate. Yeah, crime, I guess, would be a yeah. big one, really. Um, there's just a lot of different reasons why these roads are listed as... as you know, the, the world's most dangerous roads. And you'll find lists like this all over the Internet. In fact, we just, you know, gathered a bunch of, of sure. the most dangerous, and we're going to talk about a few of them. We won't hit all of them. We're not going to count down from, you know, 10 to number no, 1. But no. there is one that consistently came up as number 1 on the yeah. world's most dangerous roads, and we'll, we'll get to that at the end. You want to save that one for the yeah, end? Yeah, let's save it for let's the end. Let's save that as a good one. Because um, I, I guess really we need to kind of – define what we're talking about we, mm. we kind of are starting that already yeah but, but um the roads that we we think of as dangerous you know we we had that discussion when we talked about pike's peak um yes just a while back it wasn't yeah. that long ago and there was a, um, a turn a particular turn called the bottomless pit mm-hmm. uh, the bottomless pit is i think we said it was right around i, I about a thousand i think it was about a thousand feet. thousand feet uh, maybe a little less but still you're talking about a long drop mm-hmm. um kind of it's difficult to it's difficult to go off of the bottomless pit, really. You would have to either be out of control. You know, your vehicle would have to have lost its brakes. Sure. Uh, the, the roadway is well marked. Um, there was a case recently of uh, someone who drove off of it intentionally. Um, but they have that race there every year. And no one's, no one's ever, you know, crashed off of the bottomless pit right. corner during the race. Um, I don't know. It, it seems like, you know, I'm sure that's dangerous, but it's easily avoidable. In this In this case... We're talking about roads where, like you said, they have to go from the village to maybe the um, uh, the capital, the city, the capital city sure. uh, of the region, and this is the only way to get there, or it was the only way up until a certain point. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. It's, it comes down to you know the ro- the road that you have to travel really. Um, right. And this is this is very much a uh, <clears throat> this is very much uh, a pertinent concern. You know, this is very relevant. To people, um, I've got some numbers, Scott. If you want to hear some numbers, now, do I ever? Do you? Okay. Oh, sure. I okay. Do. Yeah, cool. yeah. Why not? All right. So, tell me what you think about this. Um, according to the Association for Safe International Road Travel, over one million people die in road crashes each year. One million. Let's break that down to twenty-seven hundred people a day. Right. What? And wait, wait. Twenty-seven. I've never heard this. Yeah, yeah. 20, 2,700, 2,700 people a day people die every single day. It's a big world, but also these are you know we have to consider that eighty-five uh, percent of these road crash fatalities are in developing countries, mm-hmm. and they have a lot. There are a lot of factors in a developing country, like we were talking about, that tend to make driving more dangerous. But another thing, I've got two more crazy mm-hmm. ones, and then we'll move on. Okay. Right? Okay. Uh, the leading cause of death for men ages 15 to 44 worldwide, road crashes. Wow. Which that's, is... Th- that's the lead, That's the number one cause. That's, yes. Now, of course, this is a statistic from the Association for Safe International Road Travel. So this, I, this I don't know. Does that something to do with testosterone and, uh, you know, I, I could drive a little faster? Oh, gosh, little, yeah. You think that's it? I think that's a, that's a very... That's a very distinct possibility. It's pro- there's probably a factor in, you know, 
Uh, well, in a lot of countries, men are, are the primary drivers. We've oh, talked about that true. as well. And, yeah. and here's, here's the last one, and this just blows my mind, Scott. Um, the, this organization estimates that the cost of road crashes, the cost to developing countries, is approximately $60 billion, and that's about twice the amount of money they receive in developmental assistance. Whoa. So think of how much money we could save if we can make these roads safe. You said sixty billion with a B. Billion with a B. Wow, that that's unbelievable. Now that I was just blown. Away. I'll tell you the, the one out of that that mm. shocked me the most is the uh, the one million people a year. That's yeah. That's, that's very 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 important. How many a day was that again? Uh, twenty seven hundred a 2, day. Twenty seven hundred fatal or fatalities mm -hmm. on the road every yeah. day. Yeah. That's amazing. Now, when we, when you look at these some of these roads though that we're talking about, I mm -hmm. guess you can see where you know, and I've I've heard stories of these uh, on these roads, reading these stories, yeah. um, saying that you know there may be a busload of people that have one hundred people in the bus that go over a cliff at one time. Jeez. Um, so I can understand how the number climbs, but uh, and that's just one accident. You know, mm -hmm. that hasn't happened in a while, and that was in a certain region. We'll talk about it later, mm -hmm. but. Um, I can understand that, you know, when you get public transportation that's packed like that and then something happens, I can imagine that it's, uh, it's you know, tremendous loss. Well, can I, let me, let me ask you, if you, you know, you know a lot about cars. You know a lot about you know, all the automotive related stuff. I was wondering if you could break down for me a, a couple of the more infamous or notorious dangerous roads. And maybe, if it's cool, maybe why these places are so much more dangerous. Yeah, well, we've got a few. We've got, um, now there's a lot of top 10 lists out there. Okay. And I, these are in no order at all, but um, Forbes had a good list. I think there was another one from, uh, I forget the name of it. It was like uh, Most Amazing Facts or something okay. like that. It was just uh, you know, just random sites, but they, they all seem to gather this list from um, that organization that you had mentioned, um, the Association for Safe International Road Travel. Yes. That's kind of the organi organization that puts out these main lists that say, mm -hmm. here are the most dangerous in the world, and based on our figures. Yeah. Um, let's just start out with one in, um, in Egypt. Uh, there's a scuba diving resort along the Red Sea that's... Um, it, to get there between um, the city of Luxor and uh, I'm oh, uh, there you go. I <laughs> am probably butchering that. <laughs> That's better than I would ever do. Thank you for step. You can step in at any point in any of these names, <laughs> by the way, names. because every one of them I will have trouble with. I, I will take the fall for mispronouncing well, these. This is crazy, but it says at night drivers speed across the dusty desert with their headlights off. Why setting the stage for head-on collisions? The reason is because it's more dangerous to drive with your headlights on. And you would say... Why? Why, yeah. The reason is because the bandits are the, uh, you know, the um, people that want to, well, you know, pull you over. They'll, they'll mm -hmm. sidetrack your car, take uh, take all your money, possibly murder you, you know, et cetera. It, there's, there's a lot of bad bad things going on out there in the desert, apparently. So it's safer so to drive... Yeah, they said that terrorists patrol the highways between the uh, between these two cities. Uh, they call them bandits, or mm -hmm. you know, these are like the badland areas, I guess. Yeah. And um, they say that you know, yeah, it's much safer to drive with your headlights off at night. That's which remarkable. Blows me away. But they said that it just sets this perfect stage for head-on collisions in that region. That sounds to me as though it means that your chances of having an accidental head-on collision are lower. Uh, the the chances of a fatality due to a collision are lower than the chances of a fatality due to driving with your headlights on. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Yeah, I, I it's hard to believe, but um, if the area is that dangerous, yeah, I got to tell you, I wouldn't be crossing it at night. 
That's a you know what? That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. I I love resorts and I love the ocean and mm-hmm. everything about it, but I don't think I could. Uh, I don't think I would drive in. So area for like a chance to uh, to scuba dive in the Red Sea, you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't risk death and uh, and destruction, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> risk it at night, Scott. No, me either. I wouldn't. You know what? I think during the day I would even avoid that area. It seems like. I mean, that's probably probably not accurate. But it's much more safe during the day. But um, so I, that I road that, that road is dangerous. Then more due to crime. Correct. Yeah, that's a, that's one of the okay. uh, the crime regions or, or reasons, I guess. Um, another one, which is called the world's longest motorable road, um, that's according to Guinness, is um, in the Costa Rica region. It, this is now this is the Pan American Highway that runs thirty thousand miles. Oh yes, from this Alaska one, to Patagonia, right? See, you know this. Yep, all right, you know this already. This is uh, the reason that it's it's dangerous is because um, to avoid construction projects in the rainforest. Okay. They avoid they they put a halt to construction projects and things that are happening in the region. And there's a lot of mudslides and and the road gets washed out. And there's just a lot of dangerous areas due to that, of course. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's so a, lack of construction. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, I, I guess the part that goes through Costa Rica is particularly the most dangerous. Oh, Scott, hang on. If if I'm correct, I think you're referring to the uh, infamous little stretch of road there between San. Isidoro and Cartago, uh, wait, or I probably butchered that. That's I'm, okay. I'm so sorry. I need to apologize <laughs> to my Spanish teachers. Um, it's also known as the Hill of Death. And I would say the Hill of Death. What? <laughs> that sounds terrible. Why would you ever drive on a road that's called the Hill of uh, that has anything on it that's called the Hill of Death? Well, you know, I think when a lot of people hop on the road, they're thinking of it as the Pan American Highway. Yeah, true. They, <laughs> they don't say, learn it, about the Hill of Death. Probably don't call it the Hill of Death, but uh, yeah, I can understand where that would be trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, you got another one here on the list. In China, the danger is other people. It says, and I believe that the popular just merely having that volume of people on the sure. roads. Sure. And they said that uh, car accidents in the past 20 years have, have climbed from 3.9 to 7.6 per 100,000 of the population. Um, that's the number of deaths, rather, caused by car accidents. That's terrible. Yeah, it is. And they said that the volume of cars on the road has increased ninefold. But get this, the number of motorcycles has jumped by a factor of 54. Wait, by a factor of 54? factor of 54. Now, I'm no math major, but um, <laughs> sounds like an awful lot of motorcycles to me. That is that is a tremendous. And, you know, I've seen the uh, I've seen videos of, of intersections and you know stretches of highway where it's nothing but motorcycles. Mm-hmm. I've seen this in India as well. Yeah. Um, again, video, not been there. scooters and motorcycles. Scooters and motorcycles and two wheel vehicles that that carry entire families. Mm-hmm. Um, very dangerous. Yeah, or yeah, used I, as cargo vehicles. Yeah, and here's a crazy statistic. They said huh. that there were eighty two thousand deaths, road deaths, in two thousand six. Eighty two thousand. Eighty two thousand. 82,000 in China. Wow. That's in just one year. That's that's. That's a, a pretty big amount. portion of that yeah. 1 million that you had mentioned earlier, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, nearly 10%. So um, shocking number. I had heard that the worst part of that area was the uh, Sichuan-Tibet Highway, in the which is supposed to be up in the Himalayas. I'm going to scramble through my notes because I, I'm sure it's on here somewhere, but go ahead. Oh, here it is. Go ahead. Is that is that right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's I'm right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've got uh, – there are so many of these, Ben. I mean, you, you'll hear us reading and scrambling through this, mm-hmm. but there are so many of these roads that, um, you know, you've got little bits of information. i got little bits mm-hmm. of information. Mm-hmm. Trying to gather all these was, was remarkable. It was difficult. So, yeah. Um, 
But anyways, go go ahead, please. Oh, well, we should tell our listeners, um, guys, we're not going to get to all the dangerous roads because there there are quite a few. Um, and you know, we don't want to we don't want to say that we're only giving the highlights or our favorites because we don't want to think of dangerous roads as our favorites and highlights. Um, but it's these are amazing places. And in China, if you are in China and you are driving, the part of the Chinese roadways you want to look out for is Sichuan Tibet Highway. Again, uh, this place is, you know how you see those warning signs when you're up in the Appalachians that say, caution, falling rocks? Yes. Well, those are common, not the signs. The event is common on this highway. So if you're driving on this highway, you need to watch out for landslides and rock avalanches. Whoa. Yeah. The, Whoa. And, and, but there's a real, real concern about this that it happens often, right? Because yeah. I see those signs all the time. I may see a couple of you know remnants of a rock slide that's sure. happened in years past maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, not common at all, really, I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're saying that you know it's kind of a daily thing or if not, I, I don't know if more it's often daily, than it, that. It is common. It's yeah. not surprising. And, of course, uh, as you pointed out earlier, the most dangerous part is uh, just how dealing with the density of drivers. And motorcyclists on the Makes on sense. any roadway makes so. sense. The more vehicles you have to deal with, the more uh, mm-hmm. you know prone it is to accidents. I suppose. Um, let's move to the UK. Let's move to the oh, but the not United for real. Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, no, not not really move there. Well, let's talk about it. All right. Uh, if you want to move there, you can. A forty four. A forty four is a stretch of highway that runs from Oxford to, and I'm going to mess this name up, Aberystwyth. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, it's close. Well, it, what you can tell the people, our listeners in the UK, if it sounds like Scott messed it up, it's our American accents. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> my Southern American accent. That's right. Um, even though I'm from, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyways, this this two right, this two lane road has mm-hmm. enough fatalities and serious injuries injury accidents that the government has installed surveillance cameras in order to to monitor speeding and collisions so they can send out. Oh, wow. Um, you know, not repair, but uh, recovery vehicles, I guess. They said that on this stretch of road, more than 25% of the crashes are head-on collisions. More than 25% of the collisions are head-on. That's... I know. That's very, You're very looking strange. At me with very wide eyes, but yeah, yeah that, that's unbelievable when you think about it. And that's two-lane road, of course, so, mm-hmm. you know, that's dangerous right there to begin with. Right. Speeds must be incredibly high because, you know, there's this... Uh, there's well, got to be a median of some Yeah, this, sort. this government surveillance that's going on here because they know there's something happening there that, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's dangerous. Um, anyways, I would think that, you know, some of these are some pretty horrible accidents. Yeah. Especially, you know, just to make the list, it's got to be bad. Yeah, because these are definitely the the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. You, have, uh, you have any more here? Because I, 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 I want to hear the go, ones you have. I've got a few. I mean, I don't want to go through all of these because a lot of them you know i'll tell you i'll tell you but a lot of these just have to a lot of um mountain passes mm-hmm. a lot of switchbacks a lot of terrain that's uncertain a lot of washed out roads that we're talking about you know up yeah. in the mountains that um you know maybe no one can repair right away and the next person that happens along that you know they they go right down with the road right um and then a lot of these places are in with the exception of the uk a lot of these roads are in places where the average automobile may not be in the best condition Correct. Yeah, that, right. that could happen as well. And then you've got buses, and you've got oh, yeah. um, um, you know overpacked buses to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that are a little bit well, not a little bit, but a lot top heavy. Um, just dangerous, dangerous situations all around. And, and not only that, imagine these tiny little mountain passes where you've got um, 
you know, big diesel trucks that are carrying cargo. Oh, man. Trying to pass a bus that's carrying, um, you know, I don't know, 100 people, let's say. Jeez. To and from, you know, the, the capital and the, the small city. Um, and they're trying to pass on a road that's barely wide enough for a car, really. I mean, what yeah. we would consider one lane. It's like three meters wide. Yeah, that's right. And they consider it, uh, you know, they can pass a bus and a and uh, and a, a cargo vehicle there on the same on the same pass you know tires are barely on the edge just ready to slip over so um, hazardous i'll give you i i think we're about ready to go to our numero uno right oh yeah i think yeah. we are okay mm-hmm. all right well lay it on me man all right <laughs> here's another one i'll mess the name up on it's in bolivia uh-huh it's called the north youngest road pretty are, close uh, yeah are you talking are are you talking about the one Built by uh, prisoners of war from Paraguay back yes. in the 30s. Doesn't that sound just menacing? That, that right there sounds. Uh, yeah. It makes it sound like a haunted road or something like that. Is this the same road where drivers <laughs> stop to pour beer on the ground, beseeching a local goddess for safe passage? <laughs> you know what? You're exactly right. This is the <laughs> this is the road that it's only 40 miles long, like we said, mm-hmm. and the annual death toll each year is well over 100 people on this 40-mile stretch of road. Wow. And some estimates are saying 200 to 300. Um, I've, I've seen that in a few different places. Because so, not all of it's reported. Uh, yeah, that's that's some of it. And the other is that, you know, some, some years there's a lot more. This is the average annual. Oh, yep. Good so, point. So um, 200 to 300 deaths a year, 100 is pretty much the, uh, the known amount mm. that happens there every year. Now, I will say this, that there in uh, – we should, I guess we should say where it is. It leads from La Paz to – Coroico, I think is how you say it, C-O-R-O-I-C-O, mm-hmm. which is Bolivia's capital. I don't know how to say that, uh, that, that capital city. I'm sorry. But um, there is now a new road um, that is that has taken this, its place, and it took 20 years to build. So that will give you an idea of how uh, difficult this terrain is. You're talking about the, the Bolivian Andes Mountains. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's, it's, it's a much more um, – uh, I don't know. It's a safer road. It's got you know the it's it's paved and it's it's got, a bypass, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's a bypass, but it it totally bypasses this road that you know. So you don't have to take this road mm-hmm. if you don't want to. I don't know why some people still do, but they do. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, the only people that are really using it now, occasionally, you know, there's occasional freight that goes back and forth, which is ridiculously dangerous. Yeah, but um, a lot of tourists will take this road just to say that they've been on the world's most dangerous road. Oh gosh, which is ridiculous. But a lot of people bike on this road as well, mm-hmm. uh, and that also extremely dangerous because you know, well, you don't have. Yeah, I think maybe a bike would be a little bit safer. I don't know, Ben. You know, this is one thing. Okay. I don't know. You might get run off the road by a uh, a bus or a, okay. Uh, because yes, you're right. I, I I've read story and I'll let no 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 before no. you get back. But um, I, I read a journalist's account of traveling on this road, and they were in a cab or something like that, mm-hmm. where they're being driven, possibly a bus. And they said that there were impatient people behind them that were passing on this road. And if you've seen photos of this road, if you've ever seen this road, I mean, the cliffs, are, these are sheer cliffs mm-hmm. with ragged edges that are being washed away daily by rain. Um, I don't know how the road is still there even. I mean, the And the Andes, is a, since the elevation is so high, it's ridiculous. It's Pike's Peak in terms of the stress on an engine, too. Oh, yeah, it's extremely, extremely high. And... Um, I don't know, just super dangerous. I mean, if you go over the edge, that's it. You're done. We'll take the bypass when yeah. we go. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you something really quick before we before we end up, because I know I know I got really excited about this. I know I've been talking your head off. Yes. Okay. So no, no, I, no, you're not talking. Oh. About, you, got, you got excited about it. I remember I was that, yeah. when I was living in Guatemala. 
um, oh, in, yeah. the, in the Highlands there, they have – I was one of those guys on one of those buses because that's the cheapest form of transportation. Yeah. And it's oftentimes very reliable. But these decommissioned um, school buses like that Bluebird built uh, are everywhere in Central America, and they're literally on every road. And I think the reason, you know, earlier I was – I was kind of chickening out about Pikes Peak, and I said, no, I'm not doing it. I might ride with you, but that's it. Yeah. Um, it's because of that, man. These these buses will – I guess the scariest part was I was asking the driver. I said, hey, how many lanes does this thing have? We're going down the side of a volcano, Scott. Yeah. Um, and he said, you know, maybe two, sometimes three. It depends. It and then varies, I, huh? and then I went and sat down away from a window and closed my eyes. <laughs> now, listen, yeah. I don't mean to put you on the spot sure. here, but when we talked about this off air, mm-hmm. you mentioned that you were holding a chicken during the time. I was holding a chicken on one ride. Yeah. There, there were more than one ride. There was more than one ride, but because people are, are packed in so tight, you know, and because uh, I think I look like an okay a, a trustworthy person. Oh, sure. Trustworthy enough to hold someone to, to hold a chicken. Chicken. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I am worthy of those chickens, <laughs> apparently. And you know what? That chicken was fine. Ah, oh, I bet it made we the trip d- just fine. We did not wreck. Good. Every everybody went happily ever after, except I assume at some time the chicken met with an untimely demise. But I, that's the way of the chicken. Yeah, I, I have to say I've never made a bus ride holding a chicken. Hey man. Not once. Hey, don't be you know, you're I, you're a relatively young guy. I know. I you got know. your whole life ahead of you. Dare to dream. <laughs> Dare to dream. Yeah, that's right. And I guess that wraps up for us today. Um, for all our listeners, thanks for tuning in, guys. If you have uh, some automobile topic that you've dared to dream of, please email us at highspeedstuff at howstuffworks.com, and we'll check it out. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. And be sure to check out the High Speed Stuff blog on the HowStuffWorks.com homepage. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.